Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. Kind of back on the fan, 877-337-6666. Do a little more hoops coming up at 3 o'clock with Basketball Jones. Sonny Carton will join us for a little bit, go around the NBA. Your calls until then, and we've talked about some hot stove with Aaron Judge and the Yankees, Jacob DeGrom, Brandon Nimmo, and the Mets. Plenty of moves to be made, plenty of moves to be had, but nothing doing at the moment as really the Mets are waiting on DeGrom to a certain extent, and the Yankees are waiting on Aaron Judge, who, by the way, should be the official MVP of the American League later on this evening as baseball will announce the MVP awards. Uh, and Aaron Judge uh, expected to win the American League's Most Valuable Player uh, Award. We've also talked a little Jets and Giants and, of course, Knicks and now the Nets with Kevin Durant. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. Mike is calling from Trenton. What's up, Mike? Hey, how's it going, Zach? How are you, Mike? Um, yeah, so I want to talk about Kevin Durant. Like, he was on a championship team, right, with Curry and those guys, Thompson. Now he comes here. What does he want? He wants to actually win a championship with normal players, right? Well, it's not like the best players. So why is he? Why can't he make it work? You know, just try to make it work. You know, don't don't be criticizing all your teammates. Well, and try to make it work. I don't think. See, here's and I think Marco just touched on this before, Mike, during the break there. Where I don't believe Durant believes he can win with this group. It's been one thing after another. It has not been, by any stretch, a successful run here with these two superstars brought in and they were supposed to win multiple championships. I mean, that was the expectation. Oh, my God, who's going to stop KD and Kyrie? And then once they got Harden, oh, look out, the big three, KD, Harden, and Kyrie Irving, the Nets can't be stopped. It is really... 
criminal what Sean Marks did to a team that was building a, a solid foundation and headed in the right direction. It's criminal how they blew it up. And it also should be a lesson to other teams out there of what not to do. But to your point, Durant took the easy way in Golden State. He was trying to take an easy way to a certain extent here with Kyrie Irving, but it hasn't worked. And now Durant, again, when things go wrong, what does he do? He gets going. He wants out because he wants to go to a better spot to where he could help uh, another team. Maybe he could latch on and try to help another team win a championship. Yes, and like we see, let's see LeBron James in that year when he didn't have anyone, he lost Kyrie Irving and everything. You no, know, he was able to work it. He made the finals, right? You know, it's possible to do this, and he's a caliber player to be able to do this stuff. You know, look, LeBron. Try to make you, it work. You can't compare Kevin Durant to LeBron. I know LeBron used to be knocked for you know going to Miami, leaving Cleveland, ripping their heart out, going to Miami and join his friends, you know Wade and Bosh to win championships, which they did. But then when he came back and won with the Cavs. And I know Kyrie was there, but still, Kyrie wasn't who he is now. And you need, you know, obviously you need help. LeBron can't literally do it by himself, although he carried that city on his back. He was a dominant player and the dominant player for them. Coming back against the Warriors, winning that championship, that one in Cleveland will always mean, I'm sure, it means the most from an outside perspective, and I'm sure to LeBron, it will always mean the most, more than anything that he won in Miami or the Lakers. And KD, he can be excited, and we know he's a great player. He can be excited about his championships with the Warriors. But come on, you can't even put him on the same level as LeBron James, considering what LeBron did going back to to Cleveland. The equivalent would be KD going back to OKC and actually winning a championship on his own or being the lead guy. Yes, and that's true. And, you know, also I feel like he's ruining it a little because, look, I see he wants to switch teams. You know, he does all this. Now, what, I mean, obviously every team wants to take Kevin Durant, but no, they might be thinking a little bit. Now, look what he did to the Nets. Like, why would we want him, you know? Well, remember, the Nets tried to move him, Mike, and thank you for the call, where Durant requested a trade, as we were just talking about before, which was it came up in that Bleacher Report interview. Durant requested a trade, and there weren't enough takers at the price that the Nets were looking to get. So I'm not sure what Kevin Durant thought was going to happen or what the Nets thought they would get in return, but it just wasn't there. Now, I'm not saying other teams don't want KD because, of course, you know teams will get sucked into that talent. Hard not to because you know once you add him, if it's the right situation, you should be in a spot where you can compete for a championship. Somehow, the Nets have managed to screw that up about 10 times over. Popcorn Rob is calling from Babylon. Popcorn. Hey, Sal, man. Thanks for taking my call. Now, Sal, I'm going to ask you, where and when did you hear the things that you're saying as far as, um, you know, Kyrie Irving not being able to be get traded or uh, Kevin Durant, they couldn't find no no suitors for them? Because, like, I, because I, like, I, I haven't heard or read anything pertaining to that. So I think it's a little unfair to just come up with assumptions we're assuming. You know, I mean... I'm not assuming. That that actually happened. What do you mean, where did I come up with it? It happened. No, I'm saying, like, they, where where was it? I don't I don't remember. Well, didn't uh, were, yeah. you, were you not around when Kyrie Irving said he wanted to be traded and didn't want to play for the Nets in the summer or during yeah, the... Yeah, I was uh, around. Okay, and what okay, about but, Kevin Durant? Were you not around when Kevin Durant requested a trade? 
Right. Not, yeah, but they were asking for too much. Okay. And not only that. Right. They weren't able to get it. And that's the much. point. They weren't they, able to get it. Lot, right. No, of course not. Because these guys are very athletic. Sal, we got to realize huh? that. You know, Sal, can I say, let me just bring my point, Sal. We got to realize that these guys honestly are not, you know, playing basketball to not have a life or to be expected you know, to conduct themselves in a way. And I understand what you're saying because, like me, I don't put, I wouldn't put myself out there. It was, it was, it was a, a, a dumb move for him to put himself out there. And wh- so which, which one? That. Which move? Which, who are we talking uh, about and which move? I'm talking about Kyrie Irving. Okay. You know, because this is what, what, you know, these are the things that, you well, know. Well, you're talking about Kyrie Irving. Irving. I was talking about Kevin Durant. So I'm not sure what. Right, I'm, but I'm bringing, I'm bringing my point to Kevin Durant as well because as players, you know, first of all, basketball, is a spontaneous thing, meaning that you got to go from offense to defense, you know, in a, in a, in a spur of a moment. And you constantly given action, you know, throughout the whole course of whatever them, them ticks off them clock, uh, off that top, that clock. You understand what I'm saying, Sal? So, so no. it's very, Sal, you got to go from offense to defense in a, in a quick motion. When that, when that ball is in the other players. Yeah, popcorn again. I think the communication process is broken down. What exactly are you talking about? Are you explaining so the game of basketball to me? I'm pretty sure I know. I know. I know how it works. You have the ball. Right, you're so, on offense, and so then that, in a second, it could change the defense if you don't right, have the ball right, anymore. Right. Right. So, Sal, right. So what I'm saying is. So, so now that we got basketball out of the way, and just so you know, and so exactly. everybody else is clear, if uh, for the first timers who are out there, the point of basketball is to put the basketball, you know, the round ball through the hoop, no, and Sal, then that. Not, come on, man! Like, come on, you, my boy, Sal, Sal. Come on, let's not. Oh, pop, pop, like, popcorn! On, give me a, give me a. Okay, can I? Can you let me explain why I'm saying what I'm saying? Okay, good. So, Sal, what I'm saying is this: we are being entertained by these guys doing what you just said, putting that ball in that hole, okay? As far as what they do and their beliefs and how they want to, where they want to go, that's not my business. My business is to root for the home team. I don't care about all of the other If stuff. they don't I, I, I don't win, even, I, I'm not going to make a story over no, that's a baseball what they're song. doing and what their beliefs are, Sal. Well, it's, but it's, wait, it's wait a second. But, but Popcorn, now you got to listen to me. Now it's your turn to listen to me. I will. What the hell are you talking about? I never once said anything about Kyrie Irving and his beliefs or Kevin Durant and his beliefs. I don't give a crap. What I said was... That one, which, which is one thing I will say, is that you didn't spend a lot of time with with the you know with the story of Kyrie doing his well, I did. Because, I did talk about it a little right. bit last week. I right, mean, it's I last week's news. As much time as a lot of people, man, it was like time being spent on it. It's almost like... We as fans are looking for, like, we want some good-ass bad news. Excuse my language. I know you're going to hang up. No, we no, want you, good, you can say news. that, I think. Yeah. We want good bad news, Sal. And, 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 and it's sad. Well, I don't like it's that stuff. Like, I don't want to get no, into I it. I love you because for the simple fact that well, because you're going to keep in sports. Man, come on, man. I, well, I, I, I can say that because I, ain't, I, I don't have no kind of, um, you know, conflict. Uh, I mean, I, I'm not. Sad about nothing saying that I love you know. No, me neither. And popcorn, I love you as well. I I can say it as well too. But 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 listen, I just think we're we're having a little bit of a miscommunication here. My reason for criticizing Kevin Durant has nothing to do with Kyrie Irving and why he got himself in trouble. Has nothing to do with Kyrie and whatever issues he's had for years, whether it be in Cleveland or Boston. It has to do. Did you? No, but hold on, hold on. Specifically, it has to do with Kevin Durant. 
coming here, getting the head coach fired, getting another head coach fired, and then ripping his teammates recently. That And I get that. And okay. Sal, I do get that. And I respect, you know, that when you're speaking about that, I do respect that. You know, I, but I still, I'm not getting no conversation. But, but Sal, my, my thing is that every time there's something going on, even when the, when the teams are winning, we as fans, man, we are very, uh, well, I'm not going to say we because I don't, I, I'm not going to criticize everything even when they're winning. You're still criticizing. It, 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 it's sad, man. It's like, yo, well, don't you, nobody want to come here. I know, but you, you, have to under, you have to understand, and people do want to come here, Popcorn. They don't care about that. I, I would hope that they don't. They care about money first and foremost, and thank you for the call. And it is okay to tell one another we love each other. I love you, too. If you're listening at this hour, if you're calling at this hour especially, I really love you. By the way, 877-337-6666. But players can't be afraid of criticism. There's no way to escape it. You could get off of social media and delete your account, sure. You could not listen to talk radio. You could not read the newspapers. That's fine. But ultimately, the criticism is going to find you. It's inevitable when you perform like that in a public setting. I mean, you're a professional athlete making millions of dollars. That's just part of it. You could limit as much as you see, as I would recommend. You know, I say this all the time. I don't, I I never once did anything on the air, whether it be on TV or radio or social media, to get the attention of an athlete. I would never rip an athlete to be like, yeah, I told you so. I do it because I think it's, A, something that is warranted for whatever the reason may be, and B, it's entertaining. That's what we do here. It's supposed to entertain. They sh- it's not for the players. This is not for the players or the teams or the coaches, whatever. We joke around and you know, I'll call Aaron Boone a data applicator. And if he gets wind of it, whether he's listening or somebody tells him, he may take offense to that. Well, I'm not trying to make it a personal thing with him. A, I think it's a funny name. B, I think he is a data applicator. C, he shouldn't be listening to me anyway. Now, I want everybody to listen to me, but not Aaron Boone or the players because, of course, they're going to take it personally or their family members and so on. You know, one of the funnier moments that I had when I was down in the minors at WOR I was ripping, and by the way, I don't even know how we got on this tangent, but what the hell, I might as well. Nobody's calling. i got three more hours to fill. I was ripping Kevin James. I've told this story before, but some of you might be first-time listeners. Hi. So I was I was doing the show with Pete McCarthy, my partner at WOR, and we were talking about the Mets, and we were talking about Mets fans and real Mets fans versus fake Mets. I forget even what the exact topic was, but I was like, ah, you know, like Kevin James, he's a fake Mets fan. Now, I knew that by me going over the top, you know, I could have just said, eh, whatever, he's, yeah, he's a Mets fan, great. Who cares, move on. But I knew that digging in might make it a little more entertaining and fun. And somebody out there is going to be like, oh, this guy's ripping Kevin James, and he's not a Mets fan, what's wrong with him? Never once thinking that it would get back to Kevin James. I mean, it'd be a different story if I was saying it on Afternoon Drive on WFAN. I was on evenings at WOR. Lo and behold, 10 minutes after the segment, we're ripping him, or I'm ripping him. 
Pete is defending him, saying, what do you mean? What's your issue with Kevin James? I'm like, yeah, he's just not a real Mets fan. Not like me. He's not a real Mets fan like me. He may think he's a fan, show up for batting practice, promote a movie, whatever. And I was exaggerating or laying it on pretty thick. The next thing you know, the producer's in my ear. Kevin James is on the phone. I'm like, get the hell out of here. Kevin James is on the phone. Think about what it would take for me or the producer to track down Kevin James to get him to come on the show. It's like an impossibility. And here we are, Kevin James calling in. And he said somebody told him that we were ripping him and blah, 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 blah. And then he called in and he proceeded to rip me. I was like, hey, Kevin, zookeeper. Anyway, point is, I didn't do that to get Kevin James' attention, although it did. I did it because I thought it would be entertaining. And I found there was truth in that to me. I really do believe what I was saying. Same way when you criticize a player or a coach or a team or a manager. I mean, there wouldn't be sports talk radio without some of that negativity. It's just the nature of the beast. I mean, that's life. But I I wouldn't do it to personally, and I'm not saying Popcorn Bob thought that I am doing that, but he's saying as a whole, all you guys do is criticize people, whatever. Yeah, but we're talking to each other. We're talking to fellow fans and complaining about our teams. I mean, think about how funny it is. Maybe not funny, but silly to rip a team that won 101 games but didn't win the division and got beat in the first round of the playoffs. I mean, the Mets won 101 games. They made the playoffs, and yet we still are absolutely crushed the way that the season ended. And understandably so. But big picture, is it right to rip them? I mean, it's kind of silly, right? Same thing with the Yankees. I mean, they made the American League Championship Series. They won their division. Aaron Judge at 62 home runs. Yankee fans are booing him. I mean, that's kind of ridiculous, isn't it? But that's part of what we do as sports fans. It shouldn't be personal. It never is for me. I mean, unless you call and call me a bad name or something like that. But other than that, it's not personal. It's just what we do. I saw some idiot on Twitter yesterday. I don't know who the guy is. And I don't even follow him. But, of course, one Mets account that I follow retweeted this idiot from Atlanta. Some Braves guy. And he tweeted out, they just gave the manager of the year award to a team that blew a 10-and-a-half game lead in the division. LOL, or, oh, that's hysterical. You talk about a negative comment. Like, A, I want to, well, I can't even say what I want to do to that guy because I don't want to get in trouble. Knowing him from Atlanta will probably sue me. He threatened me on the air. (laughs) How about I want to curse that guy out? Is that safe enough? That's not what I was really going to say, but anyway. Like, how stupid is that guy? That's a negative comment for attention. Like, come on, dude. A, do you really give a crap about manager? You're you're a Braves fan, and that's what you're worried about? B, if you've watched the entire year, and I'm sure you did, the Mets didn't blow that lead. They blew the series against Atlanta, sure. They didn't blow the lead. And what does that have to do with Buck winning the manager of the year? They won 101 games. Nobody expected him to... Do that. I mean, they were supposed to be a playoff team and they were supposed to be good, but the way the year played out, come on. They exceeded expectations. Buck was great. What, Snickers should be better? They finished with the same record, you dope. 
Anyway, negativity is what sells. 877-337-6666. I love to be positive. I used to do a whole thing about positive style. Maybe I'll have to bring uh, bring that back at some point. And there is a lot to be positive about, luckily, in New York sports now. With the Mets and the Yankees and the Mets... You know, going to be big spenders now on the level with the Yankees, where for years they weren't. Both those teams having somewhat successful seasons. The Jets and Giants are having tremendous seasons. A lot to be positive with there. But it's always the negativity and the drama-filled stories one way or another. That sell. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sometimes it's good to talk about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. back on the fan when it comes to sports it's all happening right now football basketball hockey and soon enough the world cup and there's no better place to wager on all of it than superbook sports when you sign up deposit and wager in the same day superbook will give you a bonus up to one thousand dollars when the sports world is busy it's time to get busy winning some money so go download the superbook sports app or Visit Superbook.com to wager and win today. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 877-337-6666. We'll talk to Sonny Carton. Basketball Jones coming up at 3 o'clock, so we'll get your calls in now. And then, of course, after Sonny, some other stuff I want to get to. I want to get more into that Aaron Judge uh, Mets story, which the Post has an article about now that baseball is investigating if the Mets and Yankees communicated improperly about Aaron Judge, we have that to get into. Uh, Travis Kelsey sticking to the Giant fans, saying the Giants made a big mistake in letting Kadarius Tony go. There's a couple of things as uh, we start to get to the post reports here uh, on Twitter. And then I didn't even mention it. Maybe we'll do more on it tomorrow, but the potential snowstorm in Buffalo that can shut down or, I guess, postpone that Bills and Browns game that's coming up on Sunday. 877-337-6666. Kevin is calling from Queens. What's up, Kev? What's up, brother? 
How are you, Kevin? How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Hanging in. So, um, I always forget, but um, I send all the blessings to you and your family. I don't know how you do it, man, but uh, um, to keep it violence, day and night, man, you deserve to be nicknamed Captain Midnight. <laughs> no, that nickname is reserved for one man and one man only, and that is mm-hmm, Steve Summers. Uh, I don't... <laughs> You ask how I do it? I don't. There is no balance. I don't know how I'm surviving. Something's got to give. Big, big, big shout out to, to the whole team, Marco, Mike. You know, it's funny because um, the typical radio host, you always imagine the person fat, you know, all tired. When I went to the website the other day, I, the same way I imagine all of you guys, same way you came out. You, you guys look like, like athletes. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far, Kevin, but I do like to keep myself in shape. Now, with the overnight schedule, it's been a little difficult, but I'm back to the gym uh, twice at least so far this week, and I've been eating healthier, so I am down a little bit. I'll get back to peak physical condition at some point here, hopefully soon. But thank you, Kev. Appreciate you noticing. Hey, thanks. Yeah. Sal, those that say that you criticize people, listen, you're the most humble and honest radio host I've ever like, met and experienced in my own side of sport life. And... It's true. Kevin James, Billy Crystal, um, <laughs> whoever that put a Max fan, a man hat on it, they're not real Max fan. Thank you, Kevin. They're not real. Thank you. You understand what I was trying to say. It's not a knock on them. They're just not like us. We're the real fans. Kevin James can go shoot a movie, go do what he's got to do. He's not watching the Mets like we are. Come on. He doesn't even go to the stadium. Sign so I respect the guy because, you know, I see him. Jerry Seinfeld, um, you know, City Field, Chase Stadium, you know, it's rare, but the guys in there, the rest of the guys that I mentioned, they're not real. They're Yankee fans. Well, I mean, no, well, and no, Billy Crystal's a legitimate Yankee fan. And look, I'm not trying to get Kevin James to call in again, so I'm not going to question his Mets fandom, but there's just a different level. Even Jerry, and obviously Jerry Seinfeld is a big Mets fan, and he loves it, but it's different. There's different types of fans. It's not a knock on them. We're the crazy ones. We made this. I mean, this is what we look. We're talking about sports at 2:30 in the morning. I mean, this is what we do. This is what nut job fans do. And you know, that's I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. But there's different levels of fandom, and I wouldn't expect guys who have bigger things to worry about than whether the Mets or Yankees won or lost that particular night, I wouldn't expect them to be as big a fans. Somebody who's a legitimate fan, Nick Totoro. He is as diehard a Yankee fan as there is. Simple as that. Amen to that. Yeah. So, um, bear with me with the time. Um, there are three fans that are really bothering me for life. Like, especially this year. Like, the first one is, like, um, a couple months ago, um, I love listening to Keith once in a while, but, you know, I took him out of my top five shows from the fans. Because mm-hmm. he kind of, he like, called me a clown because I said that P. Alonso is the closest player that you can put next to Aaron Josh when it comes to, like, his cycles and stuff like that. So he called me a clown. What are you talking about? This and that. You know, I felt he respected, and to this day, he haven't even, like, apologized or anything. The other one is, like, the Knicks. But what other five shows are there that you put in your top five? I, I think there are only five, aren't there? Boomer and Geo. Good. You got Trey and Roberts. You got Boomer and Geo. You got Tiki and Taki. Right. What's the name of the You know, Boomer I, I and Geo. you guys whenever Tiki, I can. Tiki, Tiki and Taki. All right, that works. We have Boomer and Geo, Tiki and Tierney, Carton and Roberts, Keith and then me. There are only five. I, you I'd, see, hope, um, I'd hope I make your top five. 
I mean, full time. No, I should yeah, say. Yeah, you are. You are because you bring that energy, and I you keep us oh, all the warm away, up show. Working. You got to throw the warm up show in there. How could I forget? Listen, the other two, real fast. Um, the Knicks. You know how hard it is to get a Knicks merchandise, like a new uniform or something. They're not that good. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah, you don't want that ugly. You don't want that ugly jersey anyway. Come on, Kev. Listen, I'm a real New Yorker. I came over here when I was 11 years old from Dominican Republic. Yeah, but get, get, the, get the original Knicks jersey. Don't get that stupid, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it? The you know, Metro jersey, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. I'm getting John Stark. The last one, sir. Oh, hell How yeah. Come... John Starks. That's my guy. Yeah. The last one. The last one. How come we, we show love to the to the Giants, the Jacks, the Knicks, the Knicks? And not to the Buffalo Bills. They're real New Yorkers, too. I nah, know they're real West nah, New they're York. not real New Yorkers. We because uh, we hate the Bills. That's why well, they're not. Re- they're not a real New York team. They're in Buffalo. That's not New York. Yeah, look, if I think, if I, no, I don't care what geography says. They're different. Look, actual geography is different than sports geography. Like, do you think the Nets are a New York team? Mm. See, and they play in yeah. Brooklyn. That's a lot closer than Buffalo, Kevin. And thank you for the call. That's a lot closer than Buffalo. I, I hope Kevin didn't want to talk about more stuff. I think I had him on long enough, right? It was time to move on from that. I love Kev, but uh, we didn't really get into any, I guess, specific sports. Anyway, Brooklyn's a lot closer than Buffalo. And if you're not going to count the Nets, and you know I don't, I don't care what the map tells me. They're not a New York team. Buffalo, not a New York team. And cue the, oh, the Jets and Giants play in New Jersey. Yeah, but they're New York teams. Actually, that plays to my point. They're New York teams. You know, the Devils, New Jersey team. And quite good, might I add. But the reason why we don't focus on the Bills is because it's a different part. It, you know, upstate New York's not New York. It's Buffalo. Jim is calling from Morris Plains. What's up, Jim? Sally, baby. Good morning. How are you? How are you, Jim? I like your energy. What's on your mind? Doing well, doing well. I, just, I like that Knicks win. That was nice Knicks win tonight, you know. And I uh, just have a just quick, quick question for you. What do you think? The uh, who would you rather be right now, the Knicks or the Nets? I mean, the Nets are a disaster. It's a great, Durant, great question. But let, let, let me ask you though, Jim. Who of the two teams do you think has a better chance of winning the championship this year? Uh, it's, I, I mean. I think that, I I mean, just because of Durant, but I mean, he's a mess. I mean, he just put his whole team down. They were supposed to win how many championships by now? Like, how how long can you trust trust them, you know? I'm not saying, you are right. I mean, the Knicks Knicks don't have a a chance to win the championship either. I I think neither teams, but I'm saying going forward. I agree that the, the answer would be neither. But if you had to pick one that could win it this year, which one would you pick? I mean, just because of Durant, I would have to say the Nets, but I don't right. even want to Unfortunately, say that. Unfortunately, I, I don't even I want because they're a mess. They're a mess. Kyrie's not – I don't even know how long he's going to play again. Like, he might come back and then what? He'll do something dumb again, and then he'll be gone. He'll get suspended. He'll get hurt. He'll do – He'll just vanish off the planet. Who knows what he's going to do, what he's going to do next. He, he might be fine for a week, but, you know, it's a long season. So I, I don't trust the Nets at all. You know, you got, now you got Durant pulling out the whole team. They're just I there agree. I agree with you. And from, the, from a PR standpoint, 
The Nets have been an embarrassment. They have been the ones that have been the joke. I mean, they've taken over that role from the Knicks, who used to hold that uh, distinguished honor regularly. I mean, they were always the embarrassment. However, and look, like, are the Knicks, I don't even know if I could say they're more fun to watch. Now, the last two games have been nice. And the Knicks are, you know, they're trying to put together a team where with the Nets, it's kind of a, a, a complete mess with always something yeah. with Kyrie, as you said, and, and KD now. But still, bottom line, end of the day, one of the two teams, even after all that's gone on with the messiness in Brooklyn, one of the two teams has a chance to win the championship this year, and it's not the Knicks. Yeah, I, I still think neither team has a chance to win a championship this year, but yeah. Anyway, uh, on another note, are you excited for the World Cup uh, starting up? Are you going to watch that at all or no? I think excited would be a little bit strong. When does it start officially? Uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Game, so, Qatar, right. Qatar plays Sunday. What time yeah, is that? You, I think at 11 a.m., opening ceremony. Yeah, like, dude, come, come on. They're starting it against NFL Sunday? Like, no. There's no yeah. chance. There's no chance it will hit my radar on an NFL Sunday. So that's out. I'm intrigued. Agree, yeah. I'm intrigued because the World Cup, although I usually like it in the summer, and I guess they're doing it in the fall because it's in Qatar, right, they, which they can't do in the summer because yeah, it's too it's, hot. It's like uh, 180 degrees in the summer there, so they have to do it uh, in November, December. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. It's pretty dumb. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you so you're into it? Like, give me, does U.S. have a shot? I mean, where are oh. we at? I mean, we. I think our odds were like I don't even know, like twelfth, fourteenth, uh, or something. I, I don't think we have a good shot at all. Obviously, you got the the Brazils, the Argentinas, France. What about you know, Italy? Germany, Italy, <laughs> Italy didn't make it this year. What? They didn't make it. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I think now that you say that, I think you remember. I remember talking about that. I, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm Italian, so I like Italy. Me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah, uh, that sucks. They didn't make yeah. it. I know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, look, I might not. I don't know if I'm going to take calls on it. Maybe we will. And thanks for the call, Jimmy. Appreciate you checking in. I mean, sometimes we got nothing else to talk about. If players don't start signing soon, I don't know what we're going to be doing. There's only so much Knicks and Nets we could take. Five hours, Jets and Giants aren't cutting it. Maybe I do have to get into Qatar and the World Cup that's taking place in Qatar. If people are calling about the World Cup for, you know, two or three hours in a row one day, You're out. what disease are you saying you have the next day that knocks you out for a week <laughs> until there's a baseball signing? And then, oh, look, I'm cured. I feel like I've done maybe one or two shows with a little soccer. Maybe we did. I remember we would do something on, well, not the XFL. What's that other one that started up that I don't even know if it's still going anymore? Oh, the the America was in it somewhere, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, something stupid like that. Like, we've done some the shows XFL, on The XFL, kind of coming back. They had a draft, I think, today. So, is that coming back? I mean, I don't get it. The Rock now runs it. And that's completely separate from the other one, the American Allegiance, whatever, Football League, or whatever that was. Was that it? The Alliance of American yeah, Football? Yeah, Did maybe you might stumble be right. on it. I mean, come on, dude. I've watched, what, two seconds of that, max? And you realize, oh, there's a reason none of these guys are in the NFL. Yeah, it's horrible football. Like, why would I want to watch that? Maybe if the XFL is completely different, and I, I like The Rock, so maybe I'd want to watch something with him. Uh, that's I think it has to be a little different. You know what I enjoyed? Arena League football. I There were mm-hmm. times where you could turn it on because it was a completely di- or a different enough game. Is that still going on or no? I don't know. Yeah, Remember the New York City Hawks? I know they used to play at the Garden. I went to a game once. New York. Wasn't Stadium. that the Dragons? Uh, That might have been a different one that Peter Schwartz did the... 
I, he used to do the play-by-play for that, uh, that league, I remember being on TV. That was one where, like, Bon Jovi on the Philly team. Yeah, I don't remember the specifics. I do remember at one point somewhere there was the new, <clears throat> excuse me, the New York City Hawks. They were purple and black, I want to say, if I'm not mistaken. And they played at the Garden. And I went to a game at the Garden, which was bizarre, seeing arena football at Madison Square Garden. What year could this have been? 98, 97? Trying to think about my buddy Joe. He is he driving us or we take the train? Anyway, New York City Hawks. New York City Hawks. City Hawks. That was a touchdown song. And I can't really get into any football other than the NFL. Yeah, you're right. There were so the first New York team was the New York Knights in '88. League started in '87, and then the City Hawks came around in the late '90s. And then it went away. So, yeah, the league folded in 2019. There you go. Wow, 2019, it lasted that long? There's no way the City Hawks lasted that long. But, yeah, the late, right, the late 90s, as I was saying, because I graduated high school in 97, so that was the time frame. Um, Yeah, they moved in 99, and then the Dragons came to New York from another team in 2001. Ah, okay, so I was already out, checked out by then. I didn't realize the Dragons were after that. Okay, interesting. And that was the Arena Football League? And is there still the CFL? Is that still going on? Yeah, I think so. I think that was, they figured the inspiration. Did you see that the Ottawa Senators radio team, or TV radio, one of them, took a shot at Boomer a couple days ago? Yeah, and for what? I I think somebody online traced it back to, they must be upset. Remember when Boomer filled in for Romo in the COVID year? He did one game for CBS. Okay, right. He took a shot. It was Chris Streveler who was playing for Arizona, and, you know, the Jets preseason cult hero. Right. He made a bad throw. And Boomer said, you know, it's not the CFL anymore. You can't get away with that here in the NFL. And he pointed out the defense. Right. And apparently Canadians, some of them have been sitting on that for almost two years. That's what got them? Because somebody was somebody brought this story up. I, I might have thought it was you, but I guess it wasn't because we didn't discuss it yet. And they were like, oh, did you see Boomer getting into it with the, or whatever, people ripping Boomer? I was like, no, nah, I didn't. But they mentioned it with the centers. I was like, all right, what, what, like, what did he rip? Alexi Yashin? Like, I don't understand what... What on here? Daniel Alferson exactly got in the crosshairs of Boomer and Geo. Like what? What is going on? So it was from that. I, again, I think that was speculation. Because no, again, I don't. It's it's Canada. Aren't they supposed to be polite and super nice? Right. Yeah. Apparently not. No, I did not see that. I, but I'm now with these leagues. I mean, there's too much here. Did you see the Marshan tweet today? Or now, I guess yesterday, hmm. the MLS package, I guess, is moving to Apple, and you'll have to pay fifteen dollars a month for it. It was fourteen ninety nine. He tweeted, "You know, would you pay fourteen ninety nine a month for this?" And I didn't respond. I'm just, I'm thinking, you couldn't pay me fifteen dollars a month to watch one soccer game. <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I now wait. Give me the equivalent, like. Does that mean you could watch? That's like the it's, same you would pay for like Netflix or Hulu right, or but ESPN Plus and whatever they're putting on. It's MLS or it's I, there's too many soccer, much like it's the, the, Amer- the Major League Soccer, the American Soccer League, which has most the Red soccer Bulls in it. right and NYCFC. Right. Most like real soccer fans will tell you is garbage compared to watching European. I'd soccer. rather watch Champions League if I'm going to get into right it. or the Premier League. Is that it? The Premier League? What am I thinking? Champions. I, I've heard both of those terms before, so I think they Whatever. both exist. Yeah. Anyway, th- that one, the one with the top teams in it, then the MLS. But is it a good value if you are an MLS fan? That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, if you could pay fifteen dollars a month for any sport, right. seems like a lot. Well, well, let me ask you: If you could now, this is going to be—we'll we'll go through the sports here. But if you could pay fifteen bucks a month to watch 
every basketball game or have access to every basketball game, would you do it? No. Isn't that probably what League Pass comes out to? If you take whatever the total number is and divide it by the number of oh, months. Oh, right. What is it, like probably, 250 or something? Probably close to that. And okay, no, so I don't then, pay for that. So then How much is going. MLB TV? And I, I like MLB TV. There's years I've had it as a free promotion. So 15 bucks a month, 90 right, maybe about, 100 bucks for a year. I don't know if I'm paying for that. What about 10 a month for baseball? No, it have to be. I, you would, year. I would have to not have access to my own team to even consider it. So football is the one that you do it without a doubt. If they ever pulled the games off of broadcast TV, yeah, probably. Like again well, with the right, Met, you're just with the Mets and Yankees with my cable package, I get them. So if they say, "Oh well, you're not going to be able to watch any other game unless you pay us," I'd say, "All right, see ya. I'll I see just, those teams when they come to town." I just like, especially when I was younger. I actually had the NBA League Pass when I was younger. You know why? Because I could. Because I had Direct TV. For the Falcons, and it was an option on League Pass, and I got it the year that Ewing left to go play with the Sonics, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? This will be fun." That's how much. I mean, it is insane. That's how big I was into the NBA that I actually ordered the NBA League Pass just to have access to every game, specifically because Ewing was a SuperSonic. Now. I did not watch any of those games. I just got it because I liked having the ability You didn't to even watch. turn it on once to see yeah, them? Right. No, see I ended them up green paying, and yellow? I ended up paying uh, a little bit, but I ended up paying like 300 bucks when Ewing came, to, came back to the Garden that first night as a member of the Sonics, which was bizarre. But I like having access to it, but ultimately, to your point, like I'm watching the teams that I want to watch. Mets, Yankees, Knicks, Rangers, Jets, Giants. NFL is definitely different. I like having it. That I need. I've had that for so long, not only because I'm a Falcons fan. That's what made me get it. But now I've gotten so used to being able to watch any game that I want at any time. So I like having that ability. See, I don't have it because I don't have DirecTV. And I'm in one of those areas. If you can get DirecTV, they don't let you pay for a Sunday Streaming, ticket by right. itself. But I think next year is a supposed year where it's going to move to somewhere else. Apple. Correct. That's one that, yes. So you'll whatever, get it? I, almost, I mean, it would have to be an absurd number. For me not to get it next year. Right. I mean, they could tell me 500 bucks, And at that point, I'd be like, eh, okay. It's, I think it's around 300 now. But 300 just, for the year, I would do. I think it's around 300 now. And I would assume that that's going to come down. Or for the first year to loop people in and, and get them hooked. And it'll probably be better because of the stream. You'd hope the streaming service would be better than DirecTV. It's not well, bad And now, because but. it's not limited to DirecTV, even at 300 if they lowered that down, you know, if they cut it in half, which they probably don't even have to go down that low, you're right. gonna have you're gonna get Multiple. way more than double the subscribers. It's gonna be it is definitely gonna benefit the consumer, I would think. Now, a lot of people, to your point, don't have direct TV, they never get it, they're not eligible, they don't do it. But as somebody who's had it since I would say two thousand, maybe two thousand one, did I get it in ninety nine? Maybe I got it after the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I've had it for a long time. And I had direct TV and then, you know, the, and then the streaming service comes along. It is it, it, the ability to have, you know, that you could put it into a grid and watch, and that's what I do. I'll put it on one TV, whether it's the big screen or just a, a regular size screen, and have the four games going at once so I could monitor that as well as having two other games going on. I had it one year. They gave it out with Madden. It was an anniversary a couple years ago. It was definitely after I graduated college, so 2013, 14, 15, around then, and they gave you a subscription to Sunday Ticket only for the streaming version, but that right. was fine because I would put the Jets or the Giants on TV, and then with my computer, yeah, stream the other games of the iPad and split it into the four, and it was amazing. Especially and if, I, if I was allowed, I just am not eligible because where I lived both when I was with my parents and now, 
because DirecTV is serviced in the area, you could only get Sunday Ticket if you subscribe to all of DirecTV, right. which I wasn't doing. If I could have just done Sunday Ticket the last, whatever that is, eight years now, right. I would have done it every single year. I can't talk about, well, I am not going to mention, I'll tell you off the air. But anyway, you're right. And it's a it's a tremendous service. And, you know, for it started out as you know gambling stuff, but now you think about it with fantasy. And I know that's why Red Zone is so popular, but I don't like them controlling it. But you also, even if, like, say there's a close game, like last week at the end of the game, the Bills, uh, Vikings, all that craziness. Right. And, you know, we had that on TV, but sometimes that great 1 p.m. ending we don't have on TV in New sure. York. So Red Zone is going to jump back and forth. You might miss a play or two, but if you just want to say, listen, I just want to watch the end of this great game, you just put on the end of that great game. 100%. That's why I did it, because I'm in control of it. Tell us about the receipts you are keeping. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Kind of back on the fan a couple minutes before the update with Marco. Let's get Val from the Bronx on the line. What's up, Val? Good morning, Sam, my man. How you doing, sir? Good, Val. How are you? You know me. I'm good. I'm good. I'm on my way home, so it's gravy right now. Yeah, I'll see you in uh, about two hours. I'll be on my way home, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, all right. Now, I'm going to ask you a question first before I ask you my real question. Is this you? You listening to me now? Or is this one of them waiver wire? I'm nights? Listening. No, no, I, I'm I listening. You got me. You got you got me. That was yesterday. I'm listening to you. I see you got an interview coming up, and I know y'all was scheming. So I don't know if this was like that's why you got the the interview coming on. Is that you're gonna be making trades or something like that later on? <laughs> no. But you're paying attention to me. All right, all right. So Sal, help me out with this. All right. I need you to tell me how to feel about this because I'm not sure exactly where I sit on it. I heard some talk earlier about. Uh, the, the players' union getting upset that the Mets and the Yankees might have sat down amongst each other mm-hmm. and said something about, like, you know, ah, we're not really going to mess with you with the judge thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. So now the players' union is getting involved in conversations that billionaires have amongst each other. Like, you know, because this could affect the, the projected price. And, and, you know, in a weird kind of way, I'm scared for y'all as Mets fans that y'all end up like my Yankees and my Knicks where people constantly start using you now to drive the price up to yeah. the point where they're actually upset that you're not even involved in the equation or you're, you're pulling yourself out of the equation because they feel like that could cost them money. Like, what's up with that? You, you, are, that you, are, you are correct. It is hard for me to believe that this is going to have any traction here. It was a report by Andy Martino of SNY that the Mets were not going to pursue Aaron Judge because of the good-standing relationship Steve Cohen has with Hal Steinbrenner. And there was really not much more to it. And now, because the baseball union is upset, because the Mets aren't going to jack that price up or be involved in the bidding. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, you're right. It, you, it's it's not right. Because, now, the, but know, there's like, no way. There's no there's no way they could get the Mets or Yankees in trouble. There's nothing of any uh, val- validity I mean, here. I, like, I'll be I'll be honest with you. I really don't care about that because worst case scenario, what is it like? Some slap on the wrist fine that they they could possibly throw at them, but long term. Like, really, bro? That's what y'all are uh, focusing on? And then now you... So, because it's like we're talking about projected money. It's the whole thing, like, what corporations do now. Well, we didn't get the 50% profit we thought we were going to get. We only got 30. You still made money, but you're crying because you didn't get that extra 20. So now the union is involved in trying to, like I say, get people to jack up the price. 
And just because and you decide think, you don't want to be part of that, that's a problem? Think of how many times, Val. Think of how many times. And I got to let you go. You have anything else you want to get to real quick before Marco is this it? Nah, I, right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Good night, Marco. Yeah, all right. <laughs> good night, Sal. I talk to you, Mom. Have uh, a good one, thank all Thank right? you, Val. Get home safe. Get back to me tomorrow. It is a weird story. But think of how many times owners, I mean, they just had owners' meetings. You don't think they're talking to each other about certain things? So all of a sudden, because... Hal Steinbrenner and Steve Cohen, who both own baseball teams in New York, they might have talked about certain things. What, that's not allowed? Before the season, if you say, no, don't worry about it, I'm not going to get Aaron Judge. I won't go after Judge. for. It. I mean, how is that? Am I missing something here? No, I I, I see the, the they're thinking big picture of the collusion aspect of, you remember from like, what, 85, 86, around that time when baseball, when they had the problem with that before the free agency. I remember the Yankees no, were caught in that. That was the Steinbrenner caught in that when they didn't go after Jack Morris, when everybody thought the Yankees were going to sign Jack Morris. That was the one thing they needed, the ace in the staff. They had Mattingly, Winfield, Randall. They had the lineup. Right, they had right. everything. They didn't have the ace. And the Yankees made no play for Jack Morris. And why? And collusion. It wound up being where all the owners didn't want to jack up the price in free agency. And as much as George Steinbrenner was the guy that was going to spend the money, they knew they had to get him involved. And George went along with the owners because he didn't want to be the outlier. He did not go after Jack Morris. He winds up getting a one-year contract. He stayed in Detroit. And it wound up being a thing where they saw that the owners were colluding to stop the price tag from going up. Right, so that's but that's got to be league-wide. It can't be just one team. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, right. And that's not even what's happening here. Right. This seems to me like Look, the fact that Andy Martino, I'm sure that he's got sources and all that stuff. So I get, 100%. But this is the idea of, like, it's one story off a source that they may have talked and said, we even, may not get. There's nothing here. There's, like, about seven they roads. A, they have a long-standing relationship. Like, if, if you're the Mets, you're going to be like, what are you going to investigate? Like, what? I have a good relationship with him? That's what I mean. Like, there's there's too many roads down here. This is not, hey, look, we're not going to go after your guy to drive up the price because I'm doing you a favor. Right. I don't believe that's what the story was. It was the idea that. The Mets are not going to get involved in a bidding war with the Yankees because they feel like partly they're not going to win and also because they don't necessarily want to go down that road of making it a contentious relationship. So right. I understand the thought of the union worried about the collusion, but I don't think this is it. Agreed, 100%. This is just a weird story. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 